In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, the 1st of April, and it's April Fool's Day. And a big happy birthday to Philip Schofield, Chris Evans, Beth Tweddle, and Annie Nightingale. There were 4,052 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and an additional 43 deaths. As the UK is unlocking, there are growing concerns in Europe about a rising wave of infections. French President Emmanuel Macron announced a third lockdown last night, including ordering schools closed. Meanwhile, despite Matt Hancock tweeting asking people not to blow it by gathering in parks, it's all kicked off in Nottingham, where two city centre parks have now been closed, as council leader David Mellon explains. Well, on Monday in the Arboretum Park, we saw a lot of people people who'd had a lot to drink. We had people urinating in the flower beds and we had lots of dangerous behaviour in terms of people being too close together, fighting, not observing social distancing. And we've had two mornings where our staff have had to be diverted from other tasks around the city, keeping it clean, to clean up the parks. Chancellor Rishi Sunak is optimistic that as restrictions lift, the economy will rebound. I am confident that we're in a good position to recover strongly and then also in part to the vaccine role out, which is proceeding very well, and that is enabling us to take these steps to safely reopen our economy over the coming weeks and months. And I know as we do that, the businesses are raring to go, and hopefully the support that we've provided to them has enabled them to get through to this period, and now once they're open again, we can hopefully get things back to normal. Yesterday saw the government publish a report from the Commission on Race and Ethnic Disparities, which was commissioned in the wake of Black Lives Matter protests last summer. The report painted a positive picture of a multicultural Britain, but critics have accused it of failing to highlight everyday racism. Here's Dr Subeda Haik, former interim director of the Runnymede Trust, speaking to Channel 4 News. But we have overwhelming data that testifies that there is more than just perception perceptions of racism that exists. And yet we have a report that's saying to us, no, that's his story. The row sparked by the Everyone's Invited website, which allowed current and former school pupils to report sexual abuse, continued yesterday. Education Secretary Gavin Williamson has asked Ofsted to launch a review and announced that the NSPCC have created a new helpline, which goes live today for those who have experienced sexual abuse in school to offer support and advice. Maria Miller MP, former chair of the Women and Equalities Committee, says we can't continue with a culture of covering things up. The way we tackle this is by people being allowed to talk about it and not having that cover-up culture which has gone on for for too many years. Sexual assault has been uh, on the statute books for many years, but what young people have not been able to do is to talk about that, and if they have talked, they, they haven't been listened to. Pfizer released new data yesterday from a study in the United States which tested its vaccine on kids aged 12 to 15. The results were very positive, with the vaccine proving both safe and 100% effective. One of the kids who volunteered for the trial was Caleb Chung. I'm just at home doing online school and there's not much I can really do to fight back against the virus. So probably participating in this trial and potentially helping other kids um, was really some way that I could actually... Meanwhile, the trial of Derek Chauvin for the second-degree murder of George Floyd continued yesterday, with a stream of witnesses and new body cam footage of events as they unfolded. 
George's brother, Philonis, says what happened is a disgrace. A modern-day lynching in broad daylight. He had his knee on my brother's neck with his hands in his pocket with a smirk on his face as he made adjustments to cut off the airways for my brother. My brother couldn't breathe. He was trying his best to turn his head. He was like a fish out of water gasping for air. Still to come on the Smile 7, Little Mix get news on the Brits, and there's a job going in space. Last night saw England take on Poland in a World Cup qualifier and despite a John Stone's own goal, they came away 2-1 winners. That makes nine points from three games and puts England boss Gareth Southgate in a great position. He was really happy with the team performance so far. We've seen tonight that we played a very good Polish side and I think that um, we've done a lot of good things this week but we can see there's still a, a step to go and um, what I really liked, I mean we had a lot of players missing that we might have been able to refresh the team with a little bit more across the, t the last two matches and I think in the end that, that slight fatigue started to tell but the players stuck at it and they deserved the win. If you like sport why don't you go and listen to the Sport 7 podcast right after this. Great. Yesterday saw the Brits nominations announced by Grimmy and Griff online and socially distanced. There were three nominations each for Dua Lipa, Arlo Parks and Celeste, with women dominating the best album list for the first time ever. And these are also the most diverse nominations. The awards take place on the 11th of May at the O2, hosted by Jack Whitehall. Each of the nominees got sent out a box with a nomination card inside. Little Nick struggled with theirs at first. Okay. Brit Awards, what you got for us? Oh! Ooh. Congratulations! Dear Little Mix. Yes! Brits. Oh, sorry. Wait, the Brits are coming <laughs> and we're delighted to see you be nominated for Brits! Yes! Come on! Yes! She's saying best British group, by the way. It's not every day a job ad pops up for an actual astronaut, but that's what's happening. The European Space Agency are advertising for people who want to become astronauts and join the space programme. This is only the third time they've advertised, and they're hoping to recruit four to six people from all across Europe, including an astronaut with a physical disability. Oh, and if you're a fan of science facts, you might like our new podcast, The Science 7. Go and check it out. Look up at the night sky and wonder who we are we come from? What if the answers were within reach? The European Space Agency cares for your dreams and works every day to turn small steps into giant leaps. Ready to join the crew? This has been the Smart Set. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Relaxing.